Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm Jared Ellis of Fansided Cardiac Kane. I'm currently recording this episode at 3.07 a.m. because I just got off work and am completely wide awake. And you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Um... So on today's episode, um, we have a bunch of positive news. Um, yesterday's episode was kind of heavy, not going to lie, um, kind of discussing everything going on in the world, um, but we won't go over that as much today. Um, this episode is going to be a lot more positive and uplifting. We have a bunch of news from around the Hurricanes organization. Um, as well as across sports in general, as well as part one of our two-part uh, 10-year anniversary documentary uh, review breakdown uh, for the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, but before we get into all that, we do want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Uh, if you're like me, like to do a lot of uh, work on your car yourself, go check these guys out. Um, they have a wide, wide, wide variety selection of parts. Um, so just about anything you drive, they got a part for it. Um, and they'll have it at an amazing price as well. So go on over to rockauto.com and tell them that the Locked On Hurricane Show sent you. Um, so getting on into the positive news. Um We'll start off um, with um, the Hurricanes side of things. Um, as I take a sip of my uh, Pink Whitney, we finally got to one of our uh, adult beverage stores here in Goldsboro. Um, but everyone knows Andrei Svechkov, uh, one of our most high-profile players, first ever NHL player to score a lacrosse-style goal in an NHL game. You guys all know all about this guy. He's amazing. Great kid. Um, so what uh, Svech did, uh, I think a couple of days ago, I did forget to mention on uh, yesterday's episode, so I do apologize for that. Um, he did make a massive donation of face masks and hand sanitizer and just supplies uh, for the local Boys and Girls Club up in uh, Wake County, Raleigh area um you know he's just saying how you know it's such a difficult time right now which it definitely is um with so many people being out of work and he just wanted to be able to help out get back to the community which is something you absolutely love love to see um especially regardless of what's going on in the world um whether or not there was a global pandemic or going on or not that's just something you just really love to see and especially now with that going on it's nice to see you know someone stepping up and really trying to help out the community um in which he lives because uh, obviously Svetch lives here most of the time you know he obviously goes back to Russia you know off season and whatnot um but you know he spends a good bit of time here in the uh triangle area I mean he loves to go to the beach uh anyone who follows him on instagram can see that uh, he's always at the beach 
um, which I mean, it's not like it's a long drive from Raleigh. I think it's only like, depending on what beach he goes to, two, two and a half hours. Um, so not a long drive at all. Um, but back on topic, um, it is great to see him helping out in the community um, and really just giving back and yeah, really giving back just, yeah, it's, it's just great to see right now. Um, and yesterday I had mentioned that, uh, you know, Tyler Sagan had attended a Black Lives uh, Matter rally out there in Dallas. Um, I mentioned, you know, I kind of wanted to see other athletes step up and, you know, and kind of go to these as well. Um, because, you know, these statements, they're all, they're all great. Um, but you really want to see people going out and really putting forth effort into being the change that we all want. Um, and so many, uh, you know, while I'm you know, at work and after I recorded, uh, just seeing stuff just pop up, you know, over the stuff that I had missed, stuff that happened over the past uh, day or so. Um, Sedano Chara, he attended one up in Boston. Um, Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers attended one out there in Portland. Uh, former uh, Raw Women's Champion uh, Becky Lynch attended um, a rally. I don't remember what city that one was in. Um, I don't think she had kind of posted you know, her location or whatever, which is completely fine. She's pregnant now, so I mean, uh, congratulations to her and her husband, Seth Rollins, but that's beside the point uh, there, but you know, she attended one as well, as well as multiple uh, members of the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, organization attended one. Um, Jake Lehman, Kurt Joseph, Jacob, or excuse me, not Jacob, um, Josh Okoji, um, Malik Beasley, Ryan Saunders, and Pablo Bergoni. Um, you also had uh, Kyle Rudolph of the Minnesota Vikings attend that same uh, event as the Timberwolves guys did. That is Kyle Rudolph, again, of the Minnesota Vikings, not that old uh, one-hit wonder guy that did that song with Lil Wayne like 11 years ago or whatever. <laughs> That'll make some of you guys feel really old. Um, but it's great to see, uh, of course, I know I'm missing people. Um, I'm sure I've not seen um certain people's uh posts of stuff and i could almost guarantee there's people going to these things that they just aren't posting about it um they just want to go and be there learn and be the change that we need um so that's just great to see uh and again i want to see you know just more and more people um being out being able to go out to these things um i know we personally myself and walker we, we want to go to some of these um it's just a matter of we work a lot um we you know sometimes you know just work we just can't get to these things uh with the way time falls of how they do them um but you know we want to go to these as well um and I know we've seen, you know, some of our listeners and fans, they've been to some as well. Um, 
and we want to encourage you guys to continue going to these continue being that change that this country and world just so desperately needs right now um and speaking of change we talked to you guys about them a minute ago your uh your car may need a change of part or something (laughs) um but anywho uh remember uh rockauto.com um these guys if you're like me um you know you enjoy working on your car being able to save a few bucks you know here and there doing something yourself rather than taking it somewhere uh having to deal with that upcharge uh you know getting it from the shop plus your labor fees plus whatever else they decide needs to be fixed as well um you know go check these guys out they have a huge huge selection of parts i guarantee you, you know, whatever you drive whether it's a 1998 honda civic or whatever uh or you know a, a brand new uh dodge charger or whatever you can find a part on their site uh for whatever it is for whatever it is whether it's um a valve cap uh discharge hose whatever i guarantee you you can find it on their site and you'll also find it at a damn good price you're not going to pay an arm and a leg for the price um so go on over to www.rockauto.com and tell them uh locked on hurricanes sent you um so getting back into um positive news um from honestly across the world of sports um we're kind of branching out a little bit here um we mentioned uh people attending rallies and whatnot you also have people making uh lots uh, very generous donations uh right now um starting off um the most recent one that i saw um shortly before i uh, pressed record uh tonight um the Kraft family, you know, who owns uh, the New England Patriots, my personal favorite football team. Um, you can hate me if you want on that. Um, they have said that they're going to donate uh, $1 million over the next 10 months. That'd be, uh, I believe they broke it down as 100000 um a month uh, to uh, various organizations that would be uh, chosen in conjunction with uh, their players. Um, so that is absolutely fantastic there and then uh kind of the big one to come out today or yesterday depending on you know how you're dealing with this uh would be uh, michael jordan and the jordan brand um pledged to donate 100 million dollars over the next 10 years um to help um black communities you know you know just help Nope, the cause, so to speak, um, which is an amazing donation, that is for sure. Um, but that was absolutely fantastic. That was extremely generous of uh, MJ um, and the Kraft family as well, um, just to really give back um, and really, again, be that change that we so desperately need right now. Um, and a uh, little bit off topic, but uh, speaking of Michael Jordan, yeah, that. He obviously owns the Charlotte Hornets, uh, but the NBA um, you know, is announced their return to play plan uh, earlier today or yesterday, 
it just kind of depend on how you uh, take this. Um, but they announced their plan. It's kind of confusing. Um, but they did whatever they could to get Zion Williamson in the playoffs. That is for sure. Uh, but obviously my Hornets were not getting into the playoffs. Um, neither were my Timberwolves. But Grizzlies and Trailblazers did make it in. So that's good at least. Um, uh, so hopefully uh, one of my teams can uh, do good there uh, in the once the NBA resumes play. I believe they're coming back. What was that? I believe they're coming back sometime in July, I believe, and they're going to be running through October. I believe uh, mid-October would be the latest um, for them. I believe their final possible game would be on Columbus Day. Um, that would be basically like Game 7 NBA Finals uh, for them. Um, but they should be gearing up to come back soon, uh, which is great. I'm really ready to watch some basketball. Yeah, basketball is another one of my favorite sports. Um, even though I really like to be punished with my, um, NBA fandom, um, you know, being a Hornets fan and, you know, prior to that Bobcats, uh, I, I, I like to be hurt. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, a little off topic there. Uh, yeah, look again, a little off topic, but again, all that stuff is absolutely great to see um thank you uh mr air freshener for making your uh appearance this episode um but again yeah i'm sure there's a whole lot more donations that have been made by organizations that i have missed um or and again there's those that they're just doing the stuff and just not making it publicly known they're just like here Here's whatever amount for whatever organization. We're not just going. We're just not going to post about it, which is completely fine. Um, I just hope that you know some of these ones that are being silent. You know, like the New York Rangers, they are at least doing something um, and not just being silent and doing nothing at all. Um, because I've seen. Uh, Many, many posts um, regarding the New York Rangers that this is not a good look for them because as of recording of this, they're the only NHL team to not release a statement on everything that is going on in the world uh, right now. I just hope that either they're got one coming over the next day or so or they are doing a hell of a lot of work behind the scenes because if they're just being silent and doing nothing, that is really not a good look, to put it lightly. Um, but that being said, you know, it it's late. You know, I just got off work not too long ago. I'm kind of hungry. You know what would be perfect to solve that? A Built Bar. Uh, we have talked to you guys many times about built bars they are the fitness bar that tastes like a candy bar none of that weird fitness bar texture aftertaste none of that stuff these these bars taste amazing and they got a flavor for every freaking person on this planet um way more flavors than i originally realized that they even had um so many flavors something for everyone 
um, and they taste good. They got high protein content with low calories for all you fitness nuts. They're great for you guys and great for everyone, and they taste damn good. So go to www.builtbar.com um, and use the promo code Locked On for ten dollars off your first box of Built Bars. That is promo code Locked On. That's all caps, no space. Locked On. Um. So hopping on into part one of our ten-year anniversary documentary breakdown for the Carolina Hurricanes. This documentary obviously. Spans the first 10 years of the Hurricanes from 1997 to 2007. So it is a little old. Um, you can tell that when John Forslund pops up. Excuse me. When John Forslund pops up. And he looks a lot younger. And I just hit my microphone. Um, but yeah, it, it is old, um, but it's still fun. It's a must-watch for any Hurricanes fan. Uh, so just hopping into the first part of that. Um, as you guys know, um, Peter Carmanos, you know, used to be the primary owner of the Hurricanes, and obviously prior to that, the Hartford Whalers. Um, so starting out with the beginning of the Hurricanes franchise, um, when the Whalers... You know, had to move. Um, you know, the Whalers, they did, you know, what they could, you know, to try to stay, you know, up there in Connecticut. But it just wasn't going to happen. So, it was obviously, they were going to have to move. Uh, so, Raleigh in the Triangle area had been pushing hard uh, to get a one of the a professional sports team, you know, one of the big four, whether it's hockey, which they obviously got in the end. Uh, baseball, uh, basketball, or football. Um, those were, yeah, they're really pushing hard to get it. You know, Raleigh was really growing at the time, and they obviously still are, you know, to this day. Um, yeah, uh, Carmanos, you know, came down, checked out there. He really liked it. Um, and yeah, but it was between Raleigh and, I believe, Columbus. Those were the two cities that were really in the mix there. And eventually, I, it came to fruition or that he was going to move the Whalers organization to the Triangle. Um, and he had to on very, very short notice. Um, and as you guys know, the first two seasons uh, of the Carolina Hurricanes life, I guess you could say, uh, was actually played out in the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, while the then known as the Raleigh Entertainment and Sports Arena was being built. Um, now, one thing that was very interesting uh, in watching this was honestly just how little time they had to do this uh, because it they're basically like told, all right, you ain't coming back, get out. Uh, back when they were the Whalers, uh, and whenever they came down, uh, they believe they had about two and a half months or so to get the entire front office built or gathered up, you know, people hired and all that. And Jim Rutherford, by God, he did it. He did it. Uh, you know, he got all them people in there, uh, that they needed and, you know, they got the Hurricanes organization running, 
uh, while everything was being built uh, over in Raleigh on Edwards Mill Road. And one thing that was crazy there was just how off the plans had to be changed. Uh, you know, they had to make alterations uh, to the schematics of the arena itself being built um, because obviously, as you guys know, uh, as it's now known, PNC Arena is shared with the uh, NC State Wolfpack men's basketball team. Um, so obviously some changes had to be made. Uh, to make it NHL standard, uh, so to speak. Um, so, while they were building that, the Hurricanes played in Greensboro Coliseum. Um, and watching that, and I'd obviously already known about some of this stuff, and you know, doing research for, uh, you know, old article I did for Cardiac Kane uh, a few months back. Um, how difficult it was for the Hurricanes organization in those first couple years. Um, you know, just traveling back and forth um, from Greensboro to Raleigh. Um, and it was, it was really, really tough on, obviously, the front office people doing their stuff, um, but interviews they had with the players there. It was it was tough for them, uh, but you know they did it. They stuck with it. Um, one thing that did suck then was uh, really lack of attendance. I believe, and I don't remember the exact date of the game. I, I know they mentioned in the documentary about. Remember the date of this game against the LA Kings uh, that season? Yeah, they first moved. I believe someone told Peter Camanos. Uh, what was I believe like a day or so before uh, they had like 13 tickets sold he was like excuse me <laughs> um, but they obviously you know, the Hurricanes move past that uh, you know, now they regularly sell out games you know either sell out or you know have have it almost completely filled you know they're the now PNC arena um, but you know they obviously you know made it through that initial season um and one thing that was cool was the uh Kevin Deneen uh scored the last goal for the Hartford Whalers and the first goal for the Carolina Hurricanes um so I thought that was really cool um especially for him you know, just kind of closing one door and opening up another um and, you know, you kind of move on, you know, a little bit, you know, you had the Hurricanes first playoff series, you know, against the Boston Bruins the next season, uh, while they're there in Greensboro giving the area the first taste of playoff hockey, um, which is something we all know and love here. Um, and they eventually lost the Boston Bruins in that first round. Um, and then... Uh, moving on, yeah, they eventually you know moved uh, into the uh, then Raleigh Entertainment Sports Arena, um, which is great. Still play today, just under a different name. Yeah, now it's PNC Arena. Um, at the time of filming of the documentary, it was RBC Center, which is what I grew up calling it. Um, well, what I grew up remembering calling it. 
<laughs> but um, you had that, and they eventually, you know, obviously required Rod Brindamore via trade. Um, which one thing with a in the documentary, uh, uh, Roddy's mic was definitely a little, little messed up. He, his audio didn't sound all that great. <laughs> um, but you know, obviously, eventually acquired Rod, you know, who became arguably the greatest hurricane of all time you know even more so than ron francis you know obviously ron francis has you know a whole bunch of records and all that you know you talk to hurricanes fans it's roddy you know not francis you know maybe some of the older crowd you know who remember him you know more as the whalers they may say francis uh but you know, we discussed that in our live episode a few months back, you know, who's, you know, the greatest hurricane of all time, you know, someone posed that question, you know, it, a lot of people agree it's Rod, um, but he obviously, you know, was a big driving force in, you know, some of those, in those early seasons, um, in those, and in those early playoff runs, um, when the Hurricanes really struggled, um, against the New Jersey Devils, um, and one thing I thought there was, you know, all right, you know, the New Jersey Devils used, kind of used to be the Hurricanes kryptonite. And nowadays, you know, it really seems to be the New York Rangers. They are eventually able to overcome the Devils. Who says they can't overcome the Rangers uh, this season? Just saying. Um, and obviously, they eventually, uh, in 2002... Um, they made it to the Stanley Cup final, um, which was the first uh, Stanley Cup final appearance um, in franchise history. You know, that's including Hurricanes and Whalers there, um, where they eventually fell to the Detroit Red Wings. Um, but you know, even still, you know, that was a hell of a hell of a run for the Hurricanes. Um, I even spoke to my dad, you know, about that series you know he remembers watching it way back when um he said you know the hurricanes you know, they're a damn good team but you know they're honestly just kind of outmatched you know there's uh you know that early 2000s red wings team that they're just damn good team um the hurricanes were just outmatched you know the red wings were the better team then but obviously the hurricanes eventually got their redemption uh, a few years later which we'll discuss that in part two uh, next week, <laughs> um, so that's another thing you guys got to look forward to next week, um, we'll also discuss any more news that may come out, uh, from the, uh, Hurricanes organization, um, regarding return to play, um, and anything kind of around the world of sports right now, um, a lot of stuff is starting to gear back up again you know we mentioned basketball um you got a ufc fight uh tomorrow night um so who knows uh got starting to get stuff getting back um getting back going now um so it's an exciting time um and make sure you guys are doing what you can to uh help be the change that this country just so desperately needs right now. And with that, we will talk to you guys on next week.